Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, a sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 913. Everything is practice. Stay humble and embrace challenges. The first global superstar in the world of football. The first man considered to be the greatest of all time. He's also the only player in football history to win three World Cup trophies. Today on the show, Brazilian legend Pele. Born Edson Aranches Donascimento. Uh, but it was the name Pele that would capture the world's attention. He literally, literally went from humble beginnings to being the biggest name in sports history. He became a global icon whose name went far beyond the world of sports. And it's one of the reasons he's widely considered the greatest of all time. His journey to being the greatest started in extreme poverty. Like many young Brazilian footballers of that time and even till now, he grew up in the favelas. His father was a footballer, so it wasn't difficult for him to take a liking to the game. By the age of 15, he was the talk of the town. When he began to make waves, he would eventually sign for Santos in Brazil. And by 16, he was the highest goal scorer in the league. In fact, the scout who found him, you know, had told the directors of Santos that this guy is going to be the greatest of all time. His exploits in the game would coincide with the spread of television, which, of course, uh, the world was now able to watch games live on TV. At the age of 17, he was the youngest player at the time to feature in a World Cup when he led Brazil to victory over Sweden. He scored two goals in the final. In 1962, Brazil would defend their World Cup, although Pelé missed most of the games through injury. It was his second World Cup title. The 1966 World Cup was one to forget for him. His opponents determined that the only way to stop him was to kick him off the field. Pelé was brutalized as Brazil exited the World Cup at the group stage. 1970 was the swan song. You could now watch the World Cup or TV generally in color and Mexico was perfect for it. Pelé was the star of the show. Brazil went all the way defeating Italy in the final by four goals to one. It was his third World Cup. His entire club career was spent in Brazil, even as the world of club football came circling. He single-handedly gave the Brazilian league the attention it had. He scored 643 goals in 659 matches for Santos. At the time, it was a record. Of course, Lionel Messi uh, would break it for the most goals scored for a single club in football history at the twilight of his career he signed for new york cosmos in america to help bring popularity to the game in the united states and of course it worked fans crammed into stadiums just to see the legend many of today's skills and tricks were first performed by pele in the year 2000 pele was named by fifa as the player of the century he was a mentor to many of the greats who came after him. He has many records in the game. First player to win three World Cups. Only player to score in the World Cup final before turning 18. First player to score in three consecutive World Cups, just to name 
a few. He sadly passed away at the age of 82 after a battle with cancer. Today is your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from the legend, the king, Oray Pele. Of course, uh, uh, full name, Edson Arantes Donacimento. It's actually surprising because I, I tried to scour through the podcast to find out if I've ever looked at Pele. And of course, I mean, uh, because I, I prepare these episodes myself you know it's not like i outsource it to people and then i just come and talk you know i I knew i hadn't seen him but it was still surprising to even me that i hadn't seen or i hadn't gone through the lessons that you can learn from pele because literally if you're going to talk about uh, the legends of sports he's the Mohamed ali of football he's the tom brady of football he's the you know look at all the legends in all those other sports the wayne gretzky of football you know i was actually surprised that i hadn't looked at him and of course just to share a personal story and personal background as to why this is so important for me and why it hits home and why over the period of course when i learned about his death i was very very emotional you know this was a guy who inspired me um to love the game you know i watched the football tapes you know now i see uh the the tapes of the world cups you know now being shown i mean you can find it on youtube and things like that but way back then you know you had to get the cassette players right and these were things that i cherished more than anything so i had the cassette players for the 1958 world cup in sweden i had the one for 1962 i had 1966 i had 1970 which of course was when he stopped then i had the from 86 when maradona kind of like came into the picture and he was the first guy you know to, to really inspire me to want to play football and that's how you know someone is a legend right look at when muhammad ali retired from from boxing even now that he's dead there are people who were not born right at the time when he retired that know who Muhammad Ali is that is legendary status and of course I remember when I was in high school as well Pele was my nickname so uh, for a lot of the uh, people that we went to high school together I'm sure when they saw that news one of the first things that would have come to mind was me because that was the nickname that I was given because of my abilities and of course studying him studying how he played the game so that's why it's so surprising well, not surprising but it's very funny when i see a lot of people say things like oh he was overrated you know and it was only a guy who could uh, push the ball and run and things like that then it just shows that uh, they didn't do deep study many of the skills you see today were performed first by this guy it might not have been as glamorous as it is today because trust me as the years go by uh, with the advent of technology refinement of things you know you cannot see things simpler i remember when a study was done on jesse owens you know and it was said that if jesse owens with the same way usain bolt ran today because you know then you didn't have starting blocks right so they literally had to generate the thing from the start but now you push up the starting blocks that if he had all the tools that he had today it would have run in 9.6 or 9.7 or something like that yes usain bolt's record is 9.5 something but the whole idea was that he wasn't going to be far behind so Pele was a guy who inspired me like it was really sad to hear that he had lost his life and um, of course I mean he was 82 years old and he had a battle with cancer but it, it just shows the legendary status that he enjoyed coming into the lessons guys first lesson that I want you to learn from Pele is everything is practice everything is practice and of course Pele was the guy who said success is no accident it is hard work perseverance learning studying sacrifice and most of all love of what you do or what you are learning to do let me just take that again like because it was such a special quote from the great man he says success is no accident it is hard work perseverance learning studying sacrifice 
and most of all love of what you are doing or learning to do and Pele was also the guy that said everything is practice so literally this first lesson was him saying it everything is practice and you see this is just his testament to the work that he was able to do i mean yes uh, there weren't i mean yes from from the from 58 you could then watch on tv but you know many of all these videos or games and things like that you know were not televised so to speak the world cup was televised because it was the glo- biggest global event at the time but the factor that a lot of people always miss right is the amount of work that pele put into his craft and the way that you do that guys is through practice you know it just reminds me of Diego Maradona, reminds me of Lionel Messi, reminds me of Cristiano Ronaldo or any of the greats in the world of football. One thing that you cannot take away from them is that they were extremely diligent and they were extremely hardworking. And the way that you are hardworking in football, the principal way is in practice because that's where all the work is being done. You know, just like that, when we had um, Dr. Greg Young on the podcast and, you know, he was talking about the importance of practice, that literally that is what practice is. That is what practice is, to practice and to refine your craft. And trust me, there was nobody who was better at it than Pele himself. He was hardworking and, of course, he ensured he ensured that he practiced everything that he was going to do on the pitch. So, you see how good he was, you know, when you watch the clips and the videos and you see all the skills that he did. All of that is attributable to practice. All of that, I repeat is attributable to practice so if you're a young athlete right you heard the news that Pele is dead and of course um you're also emotional maybe you had heard of him before maybe you had not heard of him before and you're watching um, clips highlights or you know things of his skills just have it at the back of your mind guys that that was as a result of practice it was as a result of practice and what that tells you what that means that you have to do is that you have to be hardworking. You have to be hardworking as an athlete. And the way that you do that is in practice. And of course, he was also credited as saying that one of the things that helped him to to have the level of control that he did for the football was futsal. You see, you cannot, right, if you don't take practice seriously, if you're not hardworking, you are not even going to dedicate yourself to another sport that is not your sport. But this was Pele, who was a footballer, also got involved in futsal. And of course, because futsal is smaller, right? It's smaller, it's more close-knit. The level of control that you can be afforded on a football pitch, which is big, you're not going to be able to do that in futsal, right? Because it's small. Pillars are on you. You need to move the ball quickly. You need to have a certain level of control. It is as a result of his testament and his the importance that he attributed to practice that he was also able to dedicate himself there. Well, of course it now became an advantage for him when he came back to the world of football. Guys, everything is practice. So if you're going into practice, faffing around, you're playing around, not taking it seriously, not being dedicated to it, wasting time, you know, just um, seeing how things go or this or that, you're not, you're not ready for the journey. You're not ready for what you're about to do. You see, it is important, extremely important, guys, that you pay absolute attention to practice that's the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from pele second lesson is stay humble stay humble and you see there is no better illustration or example right than the the greats of the game quote and unquote right so in that era 
you had Pele, you had Diego Maradona, right? In this era, you have Lionel Messi, you have um, Cristiano Ronaldo. You see the knock that Cristiano Ronaldo and Diego Maradona always get is the fact that they always had an element of arrogance to them. Diego Maradona absolutely loved, absolutely adored, like absolute, everybody loved him, right? But it was just that tint of arrogance with him. And that's why every time there was a comparison between Pele and Maradona, most people would always speak Pele. Why? Because of his humility. Because he was so humble, so humble as a person that, you know, it, it, it was literally like all the fame and all the success and everything that he achieved, he never let it get to his head. He never let it get to his head. This is a guy who was the first global icon in football, global superstar in football. This is a guy who people from other sports wanted to meet. President wanted to meet him. He met with the Queen of England before she died. Like, this, is, this was someone who, if fame was going to ever be a problem, like... He, he, he would have had a pass because of his status and the global nature of his image that transcended the world of sports. He even went into politics. I was reading somewhere, don't know how true it was, you know, that at the time of the civil war here in Nigeria, right, they had to order a ceasefire. I don't know how true it is. They had to order a ceasefire for one or two days because Pele was going to play and they wanted to watch the match. That's a guy who transcended the world of sports. Now, if you come to the comparison between Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, the knock that Cristiano Ronaldo also has is that he has that dint of arrogance. But Messi is as humble as he would ever get. Never compare himself to anybody, stick to his guns, do his work, under the radar, you know, family man and all of that. You see, it is important as an athlete, guys, that you stay humble, that you stay humble. You see, it is humility also that leads you to acknowledge the role that your teammates play in the world of football. And Pelé said a lot of people when a guy scores a lot of goals, think he's a great player because a goal is very important. But a great player is a player who can do everything on the pitch. He can do assists, encourage his colleagues, give them confidence to go forward. It is someone who, when a team does not do well, becomes one of the leaders. That is Pele talking, right? That is Peleto. And of course, he was attributing or kind of like using himself as an example. When people look at all the goals that he scored, I mean, whether or not you believe that he scored over a thousand goals, I mean, that all of that is aside. But the point he was making was that, yes, I score a lot of goals, but the teammates matter, right? My team matters. That's why I said, look, a great player is one who can do everything. He can assist, he can score, he can encourage his colleagues. He can give them confidence to go forward. It is someone who, when a team does not do well, becomes one of the leaders. When a team does not do well, becomes one of the leaders. Guys, you have to be humble. As an athlete, you have to be humble. I think um, on the previous episode of the podcast, I had looked at and talked about humility. How to blend confidence with humility as an athlete. Episode 845. How to blend confidence, humility and confidence as an athlete. You need to be humble, guys. If you are ever going to make your mark or if you are ever going to truly, truly get to the level where you are going to achieve great things in sports. Does being humble mean that you are not um, confident? Does it mean that you don't take your craft seriously? Does it mean that you are not dedicated? Absolutely not, right? Humility just means that you are not distracted. You are not allowing the fame get to your head where, of course, you lose sight of what is important. And what was important to Pele 
was being a great teammate, being a great man. It didn't matter all the things that he achieved in the world of sports. Was he a great person? Was he a great teammate to his colleagues on the pitch? And that's what was key. So when you look at those two juggernauts, those two comparisons of the greatest players, Pele and Maradona, uh, Messi and Ronaldo, that's always the knock for either of them. For Maradona, had that dint of arrogance. uh, Ronaldo as well had that dint of arrogance and pride. And of course, that's why people would always lean towards the guys who are humble. Second lesson, guys, from Pele, stay humble. And the final lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from him is embrace challenges. Embrace challenges. You see, this was a guy. You look at Pele's story and you may be quick to forget that this was a guy who went through it all, right? So, grew up in extreme poverty. Yes, his father was a footballer, but I mean, come on, how much was his father earning, right? And of course, what then happened uh, is that he couldn't even buy football boots, couldn't buy a football to play with. So, they had to string socks, like socks, paper, and stuffs in his socks, knit it together. And that's what they used to play football. Eventually, he breaks through with Santos, and of course, 1958 World Cup, you know, storms to victory with Brazil, his first World Cup. You see, it was at that point that people then realized, right, that this is a guy that if we have to stop him, we have to kick him. So when people say things about Messi now and how, you know, players go after him and just try to hack him down, Pele was the first guy that that happened to. Then it happened to Maradona and, of course, uh, then Messi, right? It is extremely important to acknowledge how difficult it is when you go into a game to play and all the opponent wants to do is kick you, right? So they literally, he was injured, right? 1962, after playing the first game, couldn't play the rest of the tournament. 1966, they literally kicked him off the park, right? This is a guy who learned early on and he developed his ability to embrace challenges. Because without you embracing challenges as an athlete, you are not, trust me, you are not going to go find sports because there will always be challenges. And to, to show you how difficult it was for him, you know, in terms of actualizing or, or practicing this idea of embracing challenges. After the 1966 World Cup, he said he's not playing in the World Cup again. He said, I'm not playing in the World Cup again because of the treatment that he was getting from these players. But as a player who showed, right, who epitomizes that example of embracing challenges, he came back in 1970. And of course, he won the World Cup with Brazil. Guys, you have to embrace challenges. You have to embrace challenges whether that comes in the form of setbacks whether that comes in the form of disappointment whether it comes in the form of mistakes on the pitch whether it comes in the form of you know things not going your way for such a long time right you have to ensure you have to get to the point where you understand that i have to embrace this challenge right there's no running away if i say i want what i want if i want to get better at what i do if i want to improve my skills if i want to improve everything i'm doing I have to ensure that what? I embrace the challenge that this comes with. I embrace the challenge that this comes with. Extremely important that we do that. Because without embracing the challenges, what every athlete would do is talk tail and run. What every athlete would do is talk tail and run. Because once a challenge comes, and of course this will also dovetail into your life. And we saw of course all the challenges that Pele had even after he retired. You know, with so many things and it was he was able to embrace them because he had learned to do it as an athlete because he had learned to do it as a player absolute legend guys athlete Marshall, 
episode 913 everything is practice stay humble and embrace challenges everything is practice stay humble embrace challenges Edson Orantes Donacimento better known as Pele absolute legend of the game the first player to ever be termed the greatest of all time you know Maradona Messi and others have come after but if there's anybody who would always be in, to- in the top three of the greatest footballers ever it has to be Pele and of course he has the records to also back it up head over to the website guys check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals athletemaestro.com if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review so you don't miss great episodes like this what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worldwide resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from an absolute legend of the game i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day